Welcome back to Miami. Hi everyone. Not much to say at the beginning of this episode, but there is one very important thing. Given that Twitter is kind of circling the drain and it's somewhat splitting our audience a bit, I'm going to be closing down the Demon Love and Hellfire Twitter soon, and instead updates are just going to go up on the Clever Corvids Twitter at Clever underscore Corvids. There's also a Clever Corvids Tumblr account you can follow, just called Clever Corvids. I'm going to leave the Love and Hellfire Twitter up for a few weeks and announce episodes there, but they're also going to be announced on the main Clever Corvids Twitter, and if we launch any future shows, there's just going to be one Twitter account for the whole network. So you don't need to worry about following and monitoring a bunch of other accounts, and we don't need to worry about doing that either. Besides, the Love and Hellfire Twitter isn't followed by a lot of people. I think most people are just following the main Clever Corvid's Twitter because that's all they need. So we're just going to leave it at that. Before we get into it, here's Ree with this month's featured charity. Trans people are facing continued assaults on their rights and their lives from right-wing bigots in government and on the streets. In the UK, trans youth may be forced into conversion therapy. In the US, armed neo-Nazis are assaulting bars and civic infrastructure in an effort to prevent queer people from existing in public. All of us, especially cisgender people, have to fight back against this violence. Search for local trans rights orgs to make an impact in your community, or check out the trans crowdfund hashtag on Twitter to donate directly to trans folks in need. You can also support larger national orgs like Stonewall UK or the Stonewall Community Foundation in the U.S. Organizations fighting on the legal front are important, but it's just as important to make sure that trans people have money to eat, pay the rent, and sleep somewhere warm and safe. Many, many trans and queer people are in pure survival mode and have been for a long time. We have to do what we can to step up and make sure that they can flourish, thrive, and live. Now let's get back to the action. Yesterday was pretty tense, but it seemed to turn out okay. Scylla agreed to at least back off on things for now. You got caught up with them a little bit. You had brunch with most of your friends. You came down on Ethan for being a landlord. It's a pretty good day overall. (laughs) But it does highlight that there's a lot going on that you all aren't seeing. It's not just Abaddon out there. And Abaddon on his own is pretty bad. So I think we're going to pick up the day after that, which is a Sunday. I think Remy wants to figure out, find out, learn uh, just how much it is that we don't know of what's going on, right? Like find out, hey, what do they want to do with these shards? How many people are working with Abaddon? Like we know about Father John and then various Florida mans with guns, but like Mm. there's probably more people. They had an Ethan until recently. Um, (laughs) are Are there any other demons? Are they cool? Probably not. Maybe. Possible. But like find out how much we're actually up against and just how dangerous it is. Mm hmm. You know, answers to questions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
What were you thinking about Angle there? Were you thinking about asking allies? Were you going to snoop around? Were you going to... Well, snooping seemed uh, pretty perilous because uh, Father John knows our face. And Remy did already kind of get up in his face and uh, should probably not do that again. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> We're not worried about consequences here on Demon Love and yeah, Hellfire. That, that consequence hasn't happened yet. Exactly. So that's it'll it. be fine. That's clearly. still a problem for future yeah, no. me, and I don't respect no, that person that means at all. That you, you did it free and clear of consequences. You can move on. Don't worry about that. That consequence is <laughs> in the past. That consequence is in four weeks ago. You're good. <laughs> One day um, ago in game time. But yeah, maybe like asking, you know, there's it feels like we're finding out every day it's like oh wow there's more demons around here than we realized maybe asking them like hey who do you know who's around who is a part of this shit or might be like mm-hmm. you know like Scylla knew a whole bunch of stuff that was news to us so I guess just ask around and hope that not too much word of us asking around gets back to uh, Abaddon and, and co Gotcha. Uh, Minna, what were you thinking for Julia? So, you said Avadin used to be a Ravener, right? Uh-huh. I might check in with my faction, if so. <gasps> yeah, you all do have enough people around now that faction might start to mean something. I think we'll circle around back to that in a, just a second. Uh, Fabi, what do you want to do? So it seems like right now we are dealing with there's a lot of intrigue. There's a lot of like oh big conspiracies where where where's the power coming from? Follow the money, big stuff like the world is in danger. So I think Luz wants to reach out to Ace and Iris and see how they're doing. If like maybe uh-huh. text in the group says saying I hope you're both doing okay. And that's it. You know, you know when you throw the text, <laughs> you you don't you don't push. You just throw the text and, and see how they react. Uh huh. So I think we will open on Luz throwing out that text. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like twenty minutes before she gets a response, but you get a response saying we're fine. Okay. If you want to talk, we're free. We have a lot of questions. Uh, and she replies, I would imagine, uh, I am down to talk and to see both of you whenever. I am also free. Yeah. So I think you will set up something for tonight, probably. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And we'll revisit that in a second. So, uh, because this is relevant to all of you, but especially the researchers and Minna at the moment, uh, we haven't talked about faction much. If you've listened to the backstory episode, we mentioned it a bit, but I haven't been mentioning every faction of every NPC that you've come across. So, post-rebellion in the abyss, Demons started brainstorming about what to do next, if there's even anything to do next. And there's a lot of different views on a lot of different things. 
Remy wasn't really a part of that, and so doesn't really have a faction decided. Uh, they're unaligned. But in the core game and in this, there are five basic factions that a demon might be a part of, and it's not necessarily a for life thing. But there's the cryptics, who are dedicated more to the pursuit of knowledge because they feel the rebellion failed because they didn't know enough. They just charged ahead and got crushed. And they're like, we shouldn't make that mistake again and just put faith in other people to lead us. We all need to know as much as we can about how the world works now. There's the Faustians who are more mortal focused. They believe in the power of humanity because they did the rebellion mostly for them. And a lot of the consequences of this fell on humanity. And some of them feel humanity is the key to getting their power back or finally killing God if he's still around. Or some of them just like power and will use humans to get it. But they're the let's make a deal sort of demon image that you get. Luz is a Luciferan, which mm -hmm. I believe I've explained before, but they're like, no, we need to find Lucifer and get them back. They're the linchpin in all this. And then the glory days will be back because Lucifer will be yeah. back. Uh, because Lucifer, like Remy, didn't make it into the abyss. Julia is a ravener who are all of the belief that how things are isn't going to work. We need to destroy it. Now, that can mean some of the more angry raveners think this whole world is tainted because God made it. We need to destroy it and make our own. That's the extremist position. It's usually more like the existing social orders and ways we have done things need to just be outright wiped clean and start from scratch. Or maybe some of the more environmentally minded ones might just be back to basics permanently. Kind of a Luddite thing. There's also the reconcilers who are like, maybe the rebellion was a mistake. Not all of them are like that. Some of them think it's just you owe a lot to humanity because you hurt them a lot during the rebellion as well. But the more extremist position is, no, we got to make up for this. This was all a mistake. A lot of demons don't like reconcilers for that reason. But these factions do kind of loosely correlate with the various legions in the beginning days. And the Raveners have a lot of people from the Ebon Legion, which is the one Abaddon led. So checking in with Raveners might be a good idea, but also checking in with other people, they will have their own opinions on things. Cryptics might know a lot. Um, so yeah, that's the faction rundown. I was... Crimson Legion, right? So maybe in that sense, that's another sense in which I'm a little bit of an outsider among my own faction. Yeah, I mean, it's not a strict rule that they correlate to each Legion, but like, majority. There's at least probably a, you're not like everybody else in the faction, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, there is a little bit of that. Ah, uh, yes, the, the very much. I'm not like most ravagers. <laughs> I'm not like other ravagers. <laughs> uh, notably, other raveners you know. Jordan is a ravener, weirdly enough, despite being a sweetie pie. I actually don't think you've met any other raveners yet. Well, no, Scylla is a ravener. Scylla is a ravener. That would make a lot of sense. Um, I think Jordan might be a good one to tackle, just because it seems like things with Scylla are very intense. Remy, who are you thinking about talking to? Do we know any Faustians? They seem like they got a lot of answers. I'm sorry, not Faustians, cryptics. Jeez. Uh, cryptics. Tyra is a cryptic. Hey. Alrighty. I'm gonna go talk to Tyra then. Okay, let's lead off with that, and we'll cycle around. Are you gonna go see him in person this time? Yes. Yes, I would like to. Yeah, so I think his place is just like a single floor, small house. Kinda out in the southwest suburbs. It's a comfy place, though you can tell that maybe this isn't where he lives all the time, because he sometimes needs to move around. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't look super lived in. Mm, like, not a lot of furniture, not a lot of, like, personal touches. Yeah, like... It's not a new house or anything. It doesn't look brand spanking new, uh, but he probably got it on the relative cheap as a place to hang out and do work and probably not his primary sleeping place. Mm -hmm. But this isn't new with Tyra. He's a slightly paranoid sort. But he knows you well, so he's comfortable bringing you in and says, Hey, Remy, been a second. Yeah, we, uh, missed you at the big... I was going to say family, but that's not quite right, but it still sort of feels right. Yeah, sorry about that. I, uh, something came up and I had to deal with it. Uh, but I mean... I hope that people like us can start feeling like family again. I don't know, things got kind of divided in the, uh, in the other place. He kind of, uh, pulls you in and gestures to a couch. Uh, need a water or anything? Uh, yeah, that would be, that would be good, thanks. And, uh, the, uh, other place is kind of what I came here to talk about. Ah. Alright. I'm gonna set my water down here and also pull out a beer. <laughs> <laughs> One day I'll visit you for non-terrible reasons, I promise. Eh, we'll see. I like seeing you anyway. <laughs> so... What about the other place do you need to know? Specifically, it's about a badin. Um, part of what came up at brunch yesterday was um, 
Well, the fact that he sure is here and doing things and... Well, that's about as much as we know. And it would be nice to know a bit more, you know, uh... From what I've gathered, you know, a lot of people... Again, teamed up seems like a silly way to put it, but that is the words I want to use. Uh, whatever kind of groups people made, um, be between everything, I miss that part. I don't know who is where or doing what and how much of that could come down on the rest of us now. And not knowing is really kind of frightening. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you wouldn't, huh? No. I mean, do you know the basic rundown? What do you... I know about that, because I know... Abaddon was... Ebon Legion? Ravner? Wasn't in there very long, but was very loud about it. Oh. Wow, I hadn't even... I hadn't even thought about people getting out before others. It's just, it all just... Anytime I've heard someone mention the Abyss, there have been two things to it. It's one, that it was a bad time, and two, that it was a long time. I... Well, yeah, it was, uh, it was both those things. I was going to say it was sure as hell both those things, but it was literally hell, I guess. So, uh, yeah, but we could get summoned out temporarily. You know, that shit you see in movies with like the salt circle and the demonic rituals, putting a demon in the circle, that, that sort of thing. Uh, yeah. My group got summoned a lot because we knew a lot that humans would want to know. Uh, I got summoned for astrology a lot. A lot of us got summoned for astrology a lot. I don't know why that was. Uh, <laughs> Remy just makes a face that's like, okay. <laughs> Weird, but alright. Um... But... I think Abaddon got summoned and never got released back. I don't know what happened to the other Archdukes, but so, know, just after a long time, it seemed like they weren't there anymore. So when you say released, like, so he was, I mean, I guess it sounds like you were working like four humans, so someone would have had to let him go? Oh, I can't imagine yeah. he would have liked that at all. Yeah, we couldn't stay here on our own. It was just whatever magic bullshit was holding us here, and however long that lasted. And mm. like, I don't think any of us can exist here now without being in a, he kind of pinches the fat on his forearm and shakes it to indicate human body. <laughs> right. 
so that means he's either like us, in as much as a bad never was or might be, or he's still bound to someone? Yeah, I guess. Did you get a good look at him? Uh, I think Remy sort of like rubs at at their wrist, which like got wrapped up in cables and vines and shit that time we tried to take them on. It's like, mm. mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it a good look, but definitely didn't feel human. In as much as any of us feels human. Huh. Seems to be person to person in that way, but no, he was all roots and cables and if there was a a human body controlling that, well, he sure kept hidden really well. Huh. At this point, I want Remy to give me a demon name roll. Just standard stuff. uh, To see how much Tyra can tell you. Sure. Gladly. Um... Yeah, I don't think any of my influences. This why would those help with this? Uh, that's just one die then. What? Ah, that's a four. That's not bad. Okay, so he can tell you a bit of information. Huh. Well, if he was summoned or he's still bound, usually there was like some talisman or something keeping us there. Usually it was like a salt circle or a painted circle or something like that. Uh, I remember one time I was attached to a locket. Hmm. So there's got to be something physical to it. Yeah. So maybe if he's still here. That's what's going on. Summoning just never ended and he's still attached to whatever object. Maybe. Remy realizing like, oh, am I going to have to get back into that church? (laughs) Just doing a big sigh of like, oh, I really hope that's not the case. Well, I'll deal with that or following up on that at least later, but thank you. That's I mean, it's more than I had to go on before this. So, appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Uh, is it too personal to ask why you missed out on all that? <laughs> like, I know you weren't in there, but, uh, kind of missed you. Honestly, I missed other people, too. I... <laughs> Oh boy, what's the... You know? Despite it being a a, a real weird aspect about me, I still haven't quite figured out how to explain it without having to just literally tell you the story of my life for three days. Um, Long story short, (laughs) a hell of my own making. And then just makes it kind of, you know, that smile that is like, your lips just turn inward. Your mouth is a straight line. Your eyes are like, please don't ask me more. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, okay. I guess 
that doesn't really answer my question, but it doesn't sound like it was any better on the outside than the inside. Is what you're saying? Yeah, if I was somewhere specific, I sure don't know where it was. And wherever I may have been, I was not having a good time. I'm pretty sure that's why I found Remy when I did. Uh, is uh, it for you kind of a just a, a meat suit deal? I mean, that's from what I've from what I've seen. It's kind of different for everybody. Yeah, I mean, just between Luz, Julia, and myself, entirely different stories for everyone. But um, meat suits not the words I would use, but it is like putting on a costume. Mm. Yeah, I don't know where. Yeah, it's kind of like that for me, too. And what got me really worried is the original Tyra went somewhere, and I don't know where. And it was, like, my job to look after the afterlife and shit, so, uh, that's worrying. He didn't go there? I mean, I assume he must have, but I can't find the way anymore. Hopefully it's just that I can't remember it. But I guess it's not surprising you didn't know where you were at. Things and places work differently now. No kidding. It's all so rigid and shit. <sighs> You're telling me I feel like I just got the hang of this one city. <laughs> I have no idea how this person gestures to self got around before this. I it's a miracle they knew how to drive. Cars are ridiculous <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah, that's for real. Uh, you ever drive a speedboat? They made boats just to go fast in? Yep. <laughs> Humans are so weird. <laughs> Ain't that the truth. But... They're kind of my best way to learn how things work now, so. Is it too personal for me to ask if you're still looking for him? Former gestures at Tyra. I mean, not him in particular. He, he got shot, so, I mean, it's not like it wasn't his time. And he kind of, like, taps a spot on his shirt. That indicates there might be, a, like, a bullet wound under there. Mm. But, yeah, it really freaked me out that I didn't know where he went. <sighs> I mean, I'm glad you found your way back somehow. Kindred spirits reaching out to each other, I think. I don't think anybody was in a particularly good place during that encounter. Mm. Sorry for uh, poking at it. No. I mean, I poked right back at you. Pokes Tyra's arm. He pokes right me back. We <laughs> <laughs> just kind of looks at him like... He's making a face like, are we about to be two, like, almost 40-year-olds getting in a poking war? 
and then decides not to. Decides to. <laughs> to you, have... you, you, you started it. <laughs> I was being playful. You made it a comp a competition, and that didn't need to happen. I do do that. He pokes you again. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Uh, so out of character, I don't have any more, like, direct questions right now, but I do kind of like the idea of Revy and Tyra just getting to, like, shoot the shit for a while. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I think we pull back on the two of you shooting the shit and catching up. Because in a way, you're both travelers who have been gone a long time. And now you mm -hmm. finally get to sit down and catch up. Take stock of it all, yeah. Yeah. Minna, you wanted to talk to Jordan. I did. Do you have any ideas on where the scene might take place? What's Jordan's deal again? Uh, Jordan was uh, the person who remembered Luz, who Luz did not remember. Uh, Jordan kind of thinks Luz and her are dating? Yeah. Uh, uh. So I was going to say, I... I don't know if you... I don't have anything planned, uh, Jesse, so it's up to you if you're like, oh, Jerome was gonna message Luz and be like, do you want to hang out tonight, or anything else <laughs> to make things awkward and weird, because I'm 100% down for it. <laughs> okay, I'll make things awkward and weird in a second. Yeah, don't worry. But yeah, Jordan is a defiler like Luz. And back in the day, Luz only had eyes for Lucifer, who was interested in Belial and maybe some other people. And then in turn, Jordan was interested in Luz, but Luz wouldn't notice her because she only had eyes for Lucifer. Prehistoric relationships, right? Yeah, I think if I have Jordan's call, I could be like, hey, you wanna, do you want to meet up or would you rather talk like this? I think you got a text back saying, oh, uh, yeah, I'm down to meet up. I haven't really gotten to catch up with the rest of y'all yet. I I, th I think this is going to be slightly later in the day, just so I can say this line. Uh, do you know where Luz is, by the way? Do I know where... I think I just say something like, you would have to ask Luz directly. I, I As far as I know, you wouldn't unless you ask Luz. Well, also, I feel like maybe, uh, would not, um, give away Luz's location without checking. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah, sorry, just, I sent a text, but I guess she's busy. It's fine. Uh, what, what did you want to talk about? You're also a Ravener. Do you remember anything about Abaddon? Have you been keeping up with him at all? Is it him? Uh... I've been using he and them in the interchangeably for Abaddon. Okay. I think all the dark archdukes are technically any pronouns, but I think okay. Abaddon favors he. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? Let's get on a call, because I can talk faster that way. Sounds good. Yeah, so I think you do. And I think she immediately starts rambling a bit. So Abaddon was kind of the leader of the Raveners in the Abyss because he was really loud about it. I don't know if you remember because you were uh, I'm from the Crimson Legion too, I think. I might have been Evan Legion. 
I'm not sure. I don't actually remember, but I remember not being a fan of him because he wanted to blow everything up and start over. Yeah. And I don't think that's a good idea. But I don't know, a lot of us resonated with that. And I mean, it's like, I get it. If there weren't like humans to worry about, I think that would be a cool idea. But there are humans to worry about. So yeah, yeah like, they're here. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we can like do a thing once we get our memories back where we go to like a different planet and set that all up all nice out of character i didn't know that was an option (laughs) i mean i don't know how that would be accomplished but i don't know demon magic listen i know nothing about the universe for all i know that was a possibility that made sense (laughs) yeah and i mean there were angels who like created all the stars and space and how physics works and stuff like that so uh, wow, there is a, there's now a hymn running through my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of like it here, even though it kind of sucks, but there's also good stuff too. So, like, I'm more like destroying capitalism. I'd like that destroyed. I'd, li- I'd like to just, like, blow all that up and start over. I think that's more reasonable. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think... We just need to... But the way Abaddon is doing it that I've been hearing is not what I'm about. Have you heard anything about his recent stuff? Uh, I mean, not anything beyond what Luz has told me. Emma was feeling weird stuff with the climate and nature going on recently. Um... Obviously, Scylla being in the ocean explains a lot of what I've been feeling. Um, Because I'm more connected to water. But Emma feels something kind of like creeping under the ground. And that's what she was worried you were when you showed up in the park. Uh, But then we confirmed it was you and you were fine Uh, and cool. So we're good on that front. Um... I don't think, hmm, I don't know what he's up to beyond gathering the shards, but like, if he's like working with churches and stuff, I gotta imagine it maybe has something to do with gaining control over humans and stuff beyond just getting the shards. I I know he's not a fan of them anymore. Not all of us joined this thing we're doing for altruistic reasons, right? Yeah. I I guess I'm trying to... So if you... I guess you haven't had a lot of um, contact with people influenced by him? Give me a demon name roll. Let's see how much more she can give you. That's a five. Oh. um, We briefly talked with a friend of ours uh Taylor who used to go by Sekhmet um I think she might be tracking someone down like that we can't find her anymore she doesn't 
she has no chill. She has no chill. Um, and I don't know where she's at now. And I don't think she's been here long enough to know what phones are. So I can't really call her. But crap, what was the name? Uh, Chemosh. Chemosh? Chemi? Chemoziah? Chemosh. Let's go with Chemosh. <laughs> I think that's a demon on a bad inside. I think. I think I remember them in the abyss doing that. So, Taylor slash Sekhmet is after Chemosh? Yeah. I mean, it could just be personal beef, but I know they never really got along. But I do think there are some demons supporting Madden. I haven't really heard from them, but uh, maybe at least one? I'll look into it. You sure? Because, I mean, I can call Emma and maybe you could do a thing together. She's really good at research. That would be great, actually. Okay. Uh, hold on. Let me, uh... And I think she's gonna get you in contact with Emma to talk a little bit more. Before we jump over to lose, any other angles you want to approach from Remy because I might revisit the Emma scene with Minna and I'm sure. going to I'm about to do a lose scene and if you're done that's cool uh or if we want to figure out a group scene together at the end so we're not just individualized the whole time yeah, I wouldn't mind coming together at the end. I think the only other thing I can think of that Remy would try to do on their own before that is um, try to uh, think back to when we were in, in the church because they extremely don't want to go back. It seems, again, terrible idea not doing that just yet. Um, mm -hmm. But it's trying to think back to when we were in the church if they could... I, I don't know, just, like, focus back on, you know, what they saw or felt <laughs> back then. That's, like, did anything in there seem like a, like a, uh, uh, God, I can't even remember the thing that Tyra called it, like, that anchor, right? Like, the pact thing. Yeah. You do know that Julia felt a presence under the stage. Like mm -hmm. in a depression or basement sort of thing. Yeah. And you know, Abaddon was controlling the cables and stuff by weaving vines through them. You also know that the first shard was found embedded in like a petrified root. You'll be informed soon that Emma feels something weird creeping through the ground. Mm-hmm. So it's possible that Abaddon's thing is in the church. But at least wherever it is, it is connected to the earth in some way. And Abaddon's influence seems to creep through the ground. 
Yeah. So it might be something that has resonance in that regard. Okay. I guess, yeah, then maybe, like, just as Remy is, like, driving away from, from Tyra's house is just sort of thinking on that while they're in their car. Yeah. Uh, let's go over to Iris and Ace's apartment. Iris lets you in, lose, and hugs are shared all around. It's clear they're not <laughs> angry with you, at least, before sitting down. And Ira says, so, not to be forward, but um, just for our own peace of mind, can you do that thing you did last time again? Sure. Um, I, yeah, I guess I have another water bottle and I like open it. And I pour it on the table, and instead of, well, at least I try instead of pouring it everywhere on the table to make, like, maybe a, a little flo floating puddle of sorts. Ace sucks in a breath real quick and is like, yep, it was definitely real. Yeah. Sorry if I was too abrupt. I... I'm not the best at uh, figuring out how to talk to people, and this is it's a part of me, of course, but like, I never know how to approach it unless with other people who are also like me. Um, I mean, um, y'all are like me, but not that way. Yeah, um, I guess not. Uh, Listen, I'm sorry if I made you feel weird. I'm just, uh... You see it in movies and books and shit a lot, this sort of moment. I just never expected to actually encounter it. That is incredibly fair. I, uh... Yeah, I just... She, like... I think she's wearing, like, a dress. Not, like, super, super fancy, but, like... In a 1 to 10, where one is a big baggy t-shirt that you wear as a dress because you're tired. And 10 is, like, a extremely fitting, wonderful, like, cocktail dress. She's wearing, like, a 6 or a 7 today. Uh, it's like flowy, summery, but also it, it's no slouch. Um, she's like, yeah. Uh, she like puts her arms around her 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 chest and like and like crosses them. Uh, I think Iris puts a hand on Luz's arm. Like, hey, it's okay. We're 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 sorry for freaking out. It's okay, it's... Of course you would freak out, it makes sense. I've never done this before. I've never, I guess, come out as a demon to non-demons before. Yeah, um... Not to put you on the spot, but... We were hoping to ask you a few questions about that. 
I am not the most knowledgeable person, but I can give you the answers as to the best of my ability, and I know other smarter demons that I can always pester for the answers. Points at her phone. Yeah, um, so when you say demon, mm -hmm. what do you mean? So, how much of the Bible have you read? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm -hmm. I've never read any of it. Okay. Uh, uh, Ace yeah. says, "I mean, I was raised Protestant, mm -hmm. so a little bit, but uh, it's not a thing for me anymore." So, so you know, at the beginning of the book, there's there's this whole thing where like. God is creating the world, right? Uh-huh. As far as I know, that basically happened, but God can't do everything on his own, so he created, for lack of a better term, angels to do that for him. Uh, and uh, based on memories that I have, I was one of these angels. There came a point where factions... Well, then God created humans. And then there came a point where factions started disagreeing on what they wanted to do regarding humans. Half of us wanted... We didn't want to be subservient to humans and to God. We wanted the freedom to be whoever we wanted to be. There was a huge war. And then... Uh, all the, all of us, all the losing sides were sent to hell, or most of us, were sent to hell or the abyss. And then one day I woke up, well, and then I was born, a human, loose, and one day I started having memories and visions of my past life as well a demon and an angel. But it doesn't happen the same way for every demon. Every demon's different. Okay, yeah, so you're literally fallen angel then. Okay. She can't help him herself and winks at uh, uh, Ace. You bet you I am. Deep flusters a little. Iris says, Are you? Okay, so does that mean, like, Lucifer is real? Are you, are you the devil? I am not the devil? I, I technically... Technically, I guess I'm a succubus. Not. Oh, that explains a lot. Uh, once again, she winks. She cannot help herself. You know she, it does. She winks back. Just <laughs> uh, blushes a little bit, but smiles. Uh, so Lucifer. Lucifer's a little bit of a hard subject. Um. I, in a previous life, worked very closely with Lucifer. I I was in love, am in love with Lucifer. I, But Lucifer disappeared at one point, and no one knows where they are, and part of me is scared I'll never see them again, and part of me is scared of what happens when I do see them again, if they ever come back. 
Ace is gonna say. Yep, now I'm reeling that your response to the question, are you the devil, was like, no, but I know the devil, and uh, uh, yeah. I could call I'm him up close, if I... Yeah, I'm close personal friends with the devil. I would, at least I would like to think so. But but he lives in Canada, so we wouldn't we wouldn't yeah. run into him. Yeah, they. I don't know what happened with them. Uh, and like they're not, as far as I remember, they're not as bad as people expect them to be. I think. The idea of the devil got separated into all different of the demon, like, lords, dukes, I can't remember what they were called, but, like, Lucifer was more in the free will is good side of things, and not in the, not as much, in that we need to oppress humans. I think Lucifer did love humans, but also wanted more than just to be their slave. Huh. Okay. So, I mean... I guess the devil being the good guy kind of makes some amount of sense. Sorry, I'm also reeling from the fact that apparently Christian mythology is true? Like, what the it fuck does that mean for everyone? Okay, so... Christian mythology is true... In the same way that if there is a war, history is written by the victors. So it's true, but it's not all true. And as it comes to other religions, I honestly don't know. I think it might all be coming from similar places and have similar names. But also, I don't know. I haven't met anyone else. Hmm. On that note, an out-of-character note mm -hmm. on lenses... And cultural beliefs and hegemony <laughs> and all that. This game obviously takes that framework, that very Miltonian sort of mm -hmm. Christian framework. But even in the book, the before times were extremely fluid. And the idea yeah. that things... That something being true made other <laughs> things untrue... That idea didn't exist yet. So, just to be clear. Yeah. Everything is true. I would add there for Lucifer, like, I don't know for sure, but based on my weird memories of the before times, I wouldn't be surprised if they were also true. And it's just, you know, no one know. Mm, I think, yeah, it, it, it just happened to be that that was the one that people talked about more. Uh, so they probably exist around, probably, but they weren't part of the war. They were doing their own thing, maybe. Or maybe not. I don't know. She, like, scratches her head. Iris says, huh, okay. I mean, I guess that's better than the alternative. Uh, that's bleak that way. She takes a sip of some tea she has and is like, I want to meet Tia Matt. I don't know why. I feel just like that's a cool person to meet. Out of character. Do I know Tia Matt? Uh, give me a true name roll. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I 
have dice right here. Uh, what was my true name? How many do I have? I have one. Mm -hmm. That's a three. A three. Uh, you may have known a Tiamat, uh, but that name makes you feel like you didn't get along for whatever reason. <laughs> I think I knew a Tiamat. Tiamat something? But I don't think. I don't think they like me. It's hard. The memories are hazy. Oh yeah. I mean, I was kind of joking around. I, I got, I gotta be careful because you're just like, yep, that's a real thing, and I know them. Yeah. Imagine if uh, tomorrow you woke up and then you suddenly had memories of a whole different life and then people would say a name of something that before yesterday you consider was probably mostly fictional or completely fictional and then you were like oh yeah we hung out we were buds huh. it's a lot yeah it sounds like it is but you also get magic angel powers so it seems like kind of a sweet deal I do I'm working on them they're not particularly strong uh i i think it's still amazing and she kind of pokes at the floating puddle that's still there <laughs> uh she makes the puddle into like a sphere and, and uh, i think she'll kind of like try and take the water sphere and squeeze <laughs> at it a little bit <laughs> uh <laughs> i i do my best he says so Iris is, uh, taking it a little better than me, but, uh... We're all different. Yeah. It's just... a shock and a lot to deal with. It doesn't make us like you any less. It's just... It's just kind of taking my brain and turning it literally upside down. I totally get that, and, you know, whatever this is, she, like, gestures to all three, I'm okay taking it slow, or figuring out whatever we want, um... I mean, is just what we've had going what you want? It sounds like you are out there doing other bigger shit. Like, the whole church thing, and... Honestly, all that I want is just... Yes, I want to kiss cute people and spend time with them and make art, but... Out there, there are people who are trying to do bad things, who are trying to bring back the Tower of Babylon, and and do stuff for against humans, and I'm not gonna let that happen. And if I have the ability to stop them, I'm gonna try. I mean, we could definitely help with at least some of that. Kind of gives an awkward smile. Okay, cool. So next time that we hit Abaddon, I'm calling you, right? <laughs> oh, you meant the other part, she laughs. <laughs> yeah, his eyes widen a little bit, but he chuckles. Demon, Love and Hellfire is a Clever Corvid's production. Find the show on Twitter at love underscore hellfire and follow at clever underscore corvids on Twitter 
for updates on the network and City That Never Dies. We also have a website, clevercorvids.net. Don't forget to support the Clever Corvids Patreon. It supports all our shows, and you get some extra goodies each month if you do. I have a few more shows planned, so if we can get enough patrons to afford them, we can keep expanding our network. Luz, aka Penumbra, is played by Fabi Garza. Fabi is a Mexican-American queer trans woman, and you can find her voice in other actual play podcasts such as Eidolon Playtest, Moon Harbor Heroes, and Don't Cast, Don't Tell. You can find her and all of her work at Fabi underscore Garza on Twitter. Remy, aka Ore, is played by Chris Allison. Chris is black, ace, and tired. You can also hear them having anti-capitalist gay space adventures in the podcast Breathing Space, Fading Frontier. You can also find them on Twitter at KNAliso, where they frequently retweet other people and sometimes draw swords. Julia, aka Agron, is played by Minna Riley. Minna is an Arrow Ace Florida woman who doesn't do anything wild enough to end up in a headline. You can, however, hear her elsewhere on Clever Corvids in The City That Never Dies. You can also find her on Twitter at Mina Minar, where she is almost certainly talking about fan fiction. The GM is Josie S. Josie is a literal, actual dragon and a thirsty trans lesbian. Hear her elsewhere on Clever Corvids in The City That Never Dies, or guesting on a bunch of other podcasts like Moon Harbor. You can find her on Twitter at DragonGirlJosie, where she is extremely gay all the time. All music on the show is from Pixabay, used under their license, unless otherwise noted. Pixabay's license grants the irrevocable, worldwide, non-exclusive, and royalty-free right to use, download, copy, modify, or adapt their content for commercial or non-commercial purposes. Attribution of the artist is not required, but we have a page on our website, clevercorvids.net, to credit the artist anyway. Thank you for listening!